Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. This is where we share tips about business and parenting. Being a mom of three, CEO of the award-winning company Easy Daisy's speaker and educator, you're going to learn the tips and secrets of successful and incredible people. Elaine wants you to be inspired, challenged, and motivated, and that person you want your kids to grow up to be. This is Real Talk for Real Life. Hi, welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table, where we talk about how to create better, how to create better family, health, business, and self. Oh my goodness, my guest today, she is the full deal, the full package. If I could give her an award right now, I would. Oh my goodness, this this incredible woman, she's not just a mom of six. She and her husband, they, they created a product idea while feeding, get this, feeding their youngest of six. That's right, six. Now, she was named on Forbes' next 1,000 list and one of the most influential female attorneys in Chicago by Cranes. My guest, Trisha Meyer, is the founder and managing attorney of Meyer Law, one of the fastest growing law firms in the U.S. And through her entrepreneurial mindset and innovative approach, Meyer has secured clients ranging from startups to Fortune 500s. She is a serial entrepreneur. She is a mom of six. Now, that's like being another CEO of six different small companies right there. And recently launched a new business, The Clever Baby, and their first product, Jet, which we're going to hear more about in just a moment. I just want to say, Trisha, welcome. Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. Thank you so much for having me, Elaine. I'm so excited to be here. I am thrilled. We've, we've actually tried doing this a couple of times, but schedules and yeah. many other things just didn't make it happen. But here we are. And I'm so honored to have you here. I'm so excited. Oh, Thank you. Thank you so much, Elaine. I don't even know. Like I don't even see children around you, so you must be like in control. Right? I told everybody they had to stay inside during the podcast. I'm like, nobody can come outside until two o'clock. Oh my goodness! <laughs> now, now I, I don't even know. Like you are, you you run a law firm. Yes, a law firm. I, I absolutely love. That's kind of my first love is the law firm, and we help businesses basically start and scale. Um, and it's the bad, it's so rewarding. It's so rewarding. And I never would have thought I would have ended up here when I went to law school, if you can believe it. So that was your first love. So you have to share with us, like, how do you go from your, your first interest in even going to law school to creating a children's product? Yeah. How so with, right. Sure. So with Jet um, by the Clever Baby, that's the name of our first product is Jet. The name of the business is the Clever Baby. We were feeding our sixth baby and his teeth were bothering him. So we had given him some Tylenol. And so the dispenser was sitting next to his pureed food. And we were kind of in a hurry wanting to go somewhere. And, you know, in the beginning, when you first start feeding a baby, more ends up all over their mouth. Like how much are they even getting? And it takes a little bit of time to feed. And so we, my husband and I looked at each other and we're like, why don't we try feeding him with the dispenser? And so we pulled the puree into the dispenser and started feeding him like little bits of it through there. No mess. And he was actually getting like a nice amount in his mouth and just the biggest smiles and just so happy. And he loved it. And so we're like, God, I wonder if something like this exists. So we went down the path to look and see if anything like it existed and nothing did. And we're like, well, 
this should exist. Right? And then we started get into, getting into like, well, what should it look like? And then we thought, oh, a plane would be so great. Like, here comes the plane when you're feeding a baby. Like, that's awesome. Hence the and, uh, and then we realized the benefits of even giving medicine with it because it's it's really a teether that sits on top of a 10 milliliter syringe. You can also use it to give a baby medicine. And then the teether oh, is the perfect shape to chill and get the babies to get relief to those back teeth where it's so hard oftentimes with other teethers or you're like the baby's like gagging on it. It's not um, shaped in a way to where it would like go down the throat like that and gag the baby. So it's just um, an all around great product. I love it, of course. And um Customers love it as well, too. Oh, People adorable. are really surprised. I, I love it. Like even the wings and it fits in a, a nice way in their mouth without choking or gagging because it's just the perfect size. It is adorable. I, I love it. And too bad it wasn't around when my three were needing. Oh, something. I joked with my husband. I'm like, well, we're, we're going to have to have a seven so we can test out our product <laughs> on a real baby, you know, like on our own baby. Okay, let me know when that happens. <laughs> Please. Yeah, no, it's no, not going to happen. We are, we are really, we're, we're good with six. Six is great. Six is great. Okay. I was going to say, I should send you some easy daisies, which is my product, these daily visual schedules that just help love that. at the door faster in the morning. But yeah, I, I love, I love, love, love. Now you have so much experience with entrepreneurs, not just because you are a serial entrepreneur, but because you help so many entrepreneurs and small businesses and large businesses rise. and. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen many mistakes. So many. And and even perhaps live through some of them yourself because. 100%. Right. Often things are a first go. And even when you meet another distributor or, or manufacturer again, it is still different. Now, yeah. I wonder, Trisha, if you have like even like three top lessons that you learned in your journey or that you have witnessed and helped others through that you could share about and say, Hey, you know, these are three top lessons I've learned and you need to know this. Yes. Okay. So I'll start off first with the legal perspective from the legal standpoint. It's so important to make sure that you're protecting your confidential information and your intellectual property. Your intellectual property is that what's being created for your company. So your logo, uh, you know, your website, your product, you know, uh, it, whether you have a technical product or not, um, that's kind of your intellectual property and you want to make sure that you're protecting it. And if you're allowing others to use it, putting parameters around that. And then to the extent you're sharing any confidential information with anyone else, you want to make sure that they're signing a non-disclosure agreement, uh, making sure that they have an obligation to keep that information as confidential. Oh, wow. Okay. Now you mentioned a lot there. So from protecting your logo to even protecting your website. Yes. How do you protect your website? Absolutely. Well, you should have website terms and conditions setting forth, you know, that it's your intellectual property and how it is that people can interact with your website. Also explaining um, the personal information that you're collecting that kind of touches on privacy laws, which are ever changing today and a full time job to keep up with <laughs> because, there, you know, things keep changing. But um, it's also important to just, you know, let consumers know how it is that you're using their personal data. Well, that that is yeah, that is so true. All of this, like even trademarking, right? Your yeah, naming. trademarking is a is a total is another step to really protect that brand, uh, making sure that nobody's out there trying to use your brand, or you know, um, that, that's really important to gain that superior uh, right for sure. And protecting your brand. 
how soon would someone would you suggest that they should start trademarking? Like if they come up with their company name, <clears throat> tagline, do they yeah. date? Do they great question? Yeah. When? So first and foremost, you should do a search. You should do a search on the United States Patent and Trademark Office's website. And you should do a search on like, you know, search engines, Google, whatever, whatever the case may be to make sure that you're not stepping on anyone else's toes. Then once you determine you're in the clear, then you can add a little TM after whatever the mark is, the logo, the tagline until you actually register for an application. So that'll buy you time. I mean, oftentimes as a startup, you really have to watch your resources and where you're putting your dollars. And the trademark, although it's really important to be able to protect your brand and it could increase the value of your company down the line, um, oftentimes you folks want to put that toward marketing or um, you know, just getting their product in front of consumers as opposed to necessarily protecting the brand. Unfortunately, legal gets pushed to the side and sometimes without even knowing and um, it's one of the most important parts, obviously, of building a business. No, so true. And I, I love that you said that, you know, we do have to watch where our money is going. Great, great reminder that sometimes we do push legal to the side because we're making the product, we're building the business and and money goes into that product creation and the service creation. Now, right. I, I am Canadian. And so when I first started and I didn't have a lot of money and I had to figure it out and I thought, okay, I'm going to. Do I want to trademark it in Canada first or in the U.S.? And I actually chose U.S. because I thought oh. that's where my greater competition would be mm-hmm. for it to be easily uh, or more necessary to be protected as well. Yeah. And then, of course, now I, I trademarked in both uh, both countries, but I started with trademarking in the U.S. first. Nice. Right. You have to figure out where you need the protection the most. That's and right. And go there. That's so, absolutely right. So, okay, the first one then you're saying is is legal legally protect your IP and and do confidential information. Absolutely. Are there yeah. any other ones that you're like, okay, here's oh the yeah, big lesson. The second, the second is you have to build the right team or you're not going anywhere. It's so important to have the right people around you. You can't do it alone if you want to truly build the company. Um, and you have to have the right team, the right thought leaders. The right, I always say you have to have the right people in the right seats. You can absolutely adore somebody, but if they don't have the right skill set for the position to move that position forward or those duties forward, I mean, you're, you're really not going to go anywhere. So it's important to have the right people in the right seats and not stand in your own way, delegate when you need to, to folks, because I think you can really stand in your own way. Oh my gosh. I love that. Don't <laughs> stand in your own way. And, and you know, it's like, so true. It's like, why am I not moving? Because I can't, because I'm doing all these things on my, yeah, own. I'm on the hamster wheel, you know, every day doing these 800 things. And oh what do gosh. I really need to do like what is it key for me to really be working on and what can i maybe put a process around and delegate to somebody else to help me with i love that and so what do you say when people say well i can't afford it i can't afford to hire somebody I think that you can always work something out. I mean, there's uh, people are looking for positions and opportunities. And I think that there are ways to, you have to find the budget somewhere. You save the money and you don't run an ad so you can have somebody, you know, give you more bandwidth so you can then maybe push the business forward. It's all about making sure you're leveraging your time in the right way. Right. So that you're working on your business rather than in it all the time. Right. Right. 
so much. It is so hard. So it really is. So great. Love what you're saying. Okay. Third one. Okay. I think that perspective is really important. I think that you need to be optimistic, but you have to be realistic. And I think, you know, you have to be honest with yourself that there are some really great times and there are some really hard times and things that you think will work out won't. And then other things will come out of nowhere and be the best opportunity. And so I think having that perspective and not getting down on the hard days and just kind of keeping your head up and trucking along and knowing that it all leads to the end good of the business. Uh, I think it's really important. I love that. That's such a good reminder, right? Because often we can feel like, okay, we just took like three steps forward and right. fall back to, <laughs> like, no. yeah. you have to remember, okay, we're still a little bit ahead and you just got to keep going. And tomorrow's another day. Tomorrow is another day. So true, right? That sun will always rise again. And right. I love that, especially as a mom, right? Because your kids are learning so much from watching you. And I, I like, right. Yeah. So true. And with so many kids, like sometimes things happen, schedules need to shift. I mean, you can think that your day is going to be, you know, this plan for one way, but hey, it could all get thrown to the wind if something happens. So being, I think, nimble and understanding. Understanding that, you know, you can't like control everything is also, you know, part of the perspective. Yes. No, I love that. Right. And then, and then learning very quickly what your priorities are. Right. And yes, if it is family, then which for me it is. And, you know, then, then I really have to navigate all these stuff that goes around it that, you know, family first for me, which can mean business goes a little slower, but for me, that priority is family. And so right. quickly learn those priorities and then and then realize the rest is it's okay. It's gonna it's gonna yeah. be fun. <laughs> so true. Oh my gosh. Okay. There's there's a saying that failure is not the opposite of, of success, but it is a part of success. Was there ever like a, a big fail, a big mistake that happened in your journey with with Jet or with, you know. Yeah. Uh, or your company that you're like, okay, well, that just happened. Yeah, to we were baby. What? Yeah, it all it all comes down to the right team. So with the clever baby, we wasted a lot of time looking for the right team and um, hoping that this one team was going to be the right team because they were saying all the right things, but really they didn't have the bandwidth to be like a partnering with us. And so we wasted like six months uh, down that path that led nowhere to them. We had to then basically start all over. So I think wasting time and maybe I should, maybe like we should have been a little bit more mindful of that um, at the time, but we're really busy as you can imagine. So that, you know, kind of took, I think our eye off of that. Um, And then on the law firm side of things, I would say hiring is so tough. Mm. I mean, especially with lawyers, um, you know, we don't, we're not roadblocks for our clients. We try to give them the information. They can then make informed decisions and, you know, determine what risk they're comfortable taking on. A lot of times lawyers will act as roadblocks. And so, you know, sometimes we'll hire a lawyer with great knowledge, but they, uh, but they're a roadblock. We don't want that. Uh, or I hire somebody and I, you know, love their personality, but like they don't have the skills to do the position. So I think, you know, making um, hiring mistakes on the law firm side and then waiting too long on the clever baby side. Yeah. All surrounding about, you know, to having the right team. 
Yeah, so great. So great. So yeah. hard, right? Like you say, hire slow, fire quick, which is so hard yes. to do, but it's a great saying. But so Right, but it's hard because then, you know, you want to give people chances and you don't want to be very, you know, I don't know. It's hard. The struggle is real. <laughs> it's real. I guess then, then that's when you like lay in quickly those prayers and you are the expert here of, of like just saying, okay, we're going to do like a six week trial or, or something. So it gives you both right. an out if, if necessary, but then hopefully they're showing, putting their best foot forward in those six weeks. But, and if they don't, I guess that's really obvious to, to know what to do, but it's, yeah. it is a tricky thing. I don't like letting go of people, but Oh, yeah, so it's the hard. worst. So yeah, hard. and you know, even it's the even, worst. You, but then at some point, it's not fair to the business to keep them on. You know, it like gets to that point at least with me. I'm like, okay, it's not fair. Like, it's not fair. <laughs> you know, no, like even your first point about with with cover baby and your and you said it took six months to to realize. Okay, this is not the right partnership. And that yeah. is hard because you know, like I I'm living that right now, thinking, okay, I'm I'm choosing path. B, and I think that's the route I'm supposed to go because those doors open quickly. But I didn't have time to check out path A yet. <laughs> right, I'm freaking out. So I feel that pain, and and I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. But thank you. I'm I'm hearing you. I'm like, okay. I don't have. <laughs> I got to figure out really quickly what to do. So yeah. great reminders. Thank you. Now you are the. The legal expertise here when you have this like you've seen so much with with your with your law firm are there some legal tips for protecting small business i i know we started touching on that with yeah i have a couple of others if you're starting a business with somebody else you should definitely enter into a founder's agreement it's called something different depending on the type of entity that you set up but it basically sets the framework for um, ownership percentages and if for whatever reason somebody needs to leave the business how is that going to be handled and you know whom can they transfer their interest to and how is it going to be valued and who is going to be making what decisions and it just really helps you talk about some difficult things about how you're going to handle the business and hopefully you never have to look at it again um but unfortunately the you know conflict is the norm and so you at least want to get that kind of framework set forth early on in the business um while you're still on the same page and everybody is you know uh, you know so optimistic about the business because things change pretty quick <laughs> great I, i'm i'm guessing including the exit plan in there too yes in that agreement yes. if someone chooses to exit and what yes. happens next so good. And then one other thing I want to touch on, which is really important, and it's so needed through every single, any business that you have, are contracts. Whenever you have a relationship with a third party, you're using their product, you hire somebody as an employee or a contractor, you enter into a strategic partnership with another company, you always need contracts and not just like boilerplates that you find online or an agreement that your friend is using for their business. You really need the contracts tailored to your specific business. Every business is different. So there's certain considerations and then everybody's risk tolerance is different and your contracts should be drafted and tailored to your risk tolerance. Like we have some clients who are extremely risk averse. So then that's how we tailor their contracts. We have others who are like, hey, I only care about these three risks, you know, like I don't really care about everything else, then we'll tailor it that way to really be um, very, you know, 
tailored to the company. It's very important um, because companies will take things that they find online or from a friend or whatever, and they're using it. And they don't realize until after, you know, shit is hitting the fan that it's not protecting them the way that they thought it was. So just making sure that you have the appropriate contracts in place as you're starting and growing your business, it's just really important. And then one last thing I'll say is structuring those contracts the right way is another thing that is important to think about. You know, when you're talking about customer contracts, what is the least uh, least amount of friction? What is the way to set it up where you're going to be able to sign on as many customers as possible with the least amount of friction? Um, and looking at the easiest way to manage that internally um, when you're hiring on your team, you know, right. the best way to do that. Structure's really important. There are so many different ways to structure contracts. So Trisha, here's one for you. So when, for example, then when you are meeting with a, a new partnership, for example, a distributor, is yeah. it smarter for you as a product person to come up with a contract or for them to give you a contract? That's a great question. Um, it depends on your leverage. If you've got the leverage to say, hey, I've got a contract, if you wouldn't mind looking at it, you know, that would be great. If you don't have the leverage and they're bigger than you and they're going to push their contract on you, then I would at least have an attorney do a risk assessment, which is basically a review of it to point out the risks or the missing terms because you don't know what you don't know. And then that way you're at least understanding the risks to your business. You can maybe push back on a couple of things that, you know, make sense and then go from there. But at least you're doing it in an informed way and not just signing off on something. I love that. You don't know what you don't know. So true. And that's why you do need some legal eyes to look at it, right? Yeah. Yay, I got a contract. But then you're like, oh, no. Right. Oh, no. What does it say? (laughs) What is it missing that I don't even know about? You know, like one big thing in contracts is the limitation of liability. It's basically the, the amount of liability that you're taking on under the contract. Well, if that is missing from the agreement, that means you're taking on unlimited liability. And I can assure you, you really don't want to do that in many situations. So um, it's just little things like that. So good. So scary. But so good. Yeah, right. No, I love this. Now, you're working with small businesses and new startups. And I'm sure you get asked this often. What kind of... And, and- let me... Uh, I'm sorry to walk away for one second, but my, my greenhouse door just flew open. Let me go. Uh, yeah, you go. Let me go. Come on. Reattach it. I wish people could see where you are right now. It is gorgeous. You look like you're at a resort. It's beautiful. Okay. I'm here for you. Okay. I'm back with you now. Sorry. So beautiful. It's just gorgeous. I'm just telling people what I'm looking at. It's just so beautiful. <laughs> I want to come. If that was a and I'll rent a room. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So new startups, business. Yeah. I'm sure you get asked this often. What kind of entity is the right one for their small business? How do you even decipher that? Yep. I think that they should look at the flexibility. Um, so with corporations, you have to split the ownership percentage. You don't have flexibility basically with the ownership percentage and the services provided. So if you and a partner were starting a business, let's say, um, and you were going to be putting in 75% of the time, and maybe they're working a full-time job and only putting in 25% of the time, you would have to split the company 75-25. With an LLC, on the other hand, you have flexibility where you would be able to split split 50-50, where you would still be doing more work, maybe because maybe you work out some kind of arrangement where it makes sense for a period of time just to get you guys off the ground. 
So if you need more flexibility in LLC makes sense. Um, I think it's important to look at the tax implications um, and talk with your accountant about that. And then also look at your future goals, whether or not you will be um, looking for investment. If you're looking for investment in the short term, it probably makes sense to set up as a C-Corp. However, it takes a while to get established and find those VCs. So um, you have a little bit of time usually. And then do you ever recommend to stay as a solo entrepreneur like a I recommend setting up an entity because you're protecting yourself from personal liability that way. Um, You don't want to put your house at risk, your car, your vacation home, whatever the case may be. And so this way, as long as you're following the formalities related to whatever type of entity you set up, um, you're keeping that shield between your personal self and the business. And so I would always recommend setting up either an LLC corporation. Those are the two most common, I would say, that we deal with. We also deal with some nonprofits. Um, that's kind of a different beast. Yes. Yes, indeed. No, great advice. Yeah. Great advice right there. Now, you are incredible. And I've said that before because you have so much going on with six children between the ages of five and 15. Oh, my goodness. Now. <laughs> You work with your husband, not the law yeah. firm, but with with the clever the clever baby. Yeah. How does it like to work with your husband? And how do you both survive? <laughs> yes, we divide and conquer. That is how we do it. We divide and conquer. We've been together for 18 years. We've been married and 26 years together. Congratulations. That's beautiful. So, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. So, um, so we know how to work well together. I would say, um, we divide and conquer. He has certain strengths. I have certain strengths. You know, a podcast is not his strength. He is not one that likes to be front and center. Uh, so he's more kind of behind the scenes, which is where he's comfortable being. And that's fine by me because I don't mind this kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, we kind of share strengths and weaknesses. And so that's kind of how we divide and conquer and make it happen. That is so great. Now, were you both product creators or is one more creative and one is more the marketer? Yeah, I handle the marketing uh, aspects of things for sure. Yeah. It's incredible. That is so awesome. Okay. Now that I know that you are the marketing guru here, what (laughs) what is your go-to marketing strategy when you're selling your product? Yeah, I love to educate um, because I think when you educate, you're providing so much value. And so on the law firm side of things, educating companies on how to make or how not to make costly mistakes and just, you know, showing them the way of how to build and build a business and start a business in the right way um, and avoiding as many mistakes as possible. And then on the clever baby side of things, it's really educating about um, all things baby. So from milestones to feeding. Um, and then we're also, we have other clever product ideas that we'll be bringing to market. Uh, we just want to get Jet out there first for a little bit. And then we'll be working on some other clever products that I'm excited about. Um, but in the meantime, educating, and then obviously leveraging social media and um, influencers and um, all that we can on the clever baby side of things. I loved how you think encapsulated it all into that word educate and that is such a great great summary of how to market really smart and educating right like that is such a a giving away to others where you're not selling at them but you're saying hey did you know this tip and that's why i love that you have on your website a blog right it's the scoop i think is what it's called right yeah you're like educating people like how do you do this 
how do you right. make life easier? And I, I'm just so smart. I love it. Okay. Yes. Last question for you. Okay. You are this mom of six, owner of several businesses. How do you take care of you, mom? How do you take care of you, your mental health? What is your secret? Yeah, I I think um, I, I said this before, uh, so I hate to repeat, but it's really, I think everything is perspective. You know, I think really being truly happy with what you're doing every day is a game changer. Um, I wouldn't want to live every day where I was doing something that I didn't like doing, or I was looking at the clock, like, when is my work day going to be over? Like, I like being really fast paced and being really passionate about what I'm doing and love what I'm doing. And so I think staying in that place is important for me, you know, and for everybody, really, if you don't like what you're doing right now, you can make a change. And if you're not making a change, it's you standing in your own way. Oh my gosh. Love it. It's like full circle. <laughs> yes. Such a good way to end. And Trisha, I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for sharing your expertise, your, your story, your wisdom, all of it. So good. I think if we oh. can take away anything is that keep a great perspective, right? And like, yes, make yes. Sure, like if, if you feel like you're unhappy, remove yourself, right? Do not stand in your own way. Oh my God. Right. So many great things that you shared. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Trisha, people wanted to find you. Where do they go? Uh, Meetmyerlaw.com is the law firm and thecleverbaby.com is the Clever Babies website. Perfect. Brilliant. And I will have all of that in our show notes so that people can come find you, whether they're like, I need her as a lawyer or I need to find this amazing jet tool. Yes. And let me do a shout out for our social. Our social media is love your lawyer. <laughs> love for the your lawyer. Offer. Oh my goodness. I love it. And then on and is it the Clever yeah. Baby? Yep. It's the Clever Baby Adventures on one and then the Clever Baby on the other. And I can send those to you. Super. Fantastic. Okay. All I right. Say thank you to our listeners. Thank you for listening. I'm so sure that you grabbed some great nuggets from Trisha. And Trisha, thank you with all my heart for being here. Thanks for having me. And we just want to say bye for now to everybody else. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye.